guys, welcome to Girl Talk Real Talk. This is Paige Klingenpeel, and I'm here with Amy Hanna, who happens to also be one of my best friends. So we love to have conversations regarding things that she and I talk about all the time, and we think that you might be interested in knowing there are other people just as weird as you are. <laughs> Today, we're going to have a conversation about having a bad day. Honestly, I feel like in our society as a whole, we have this feeling that we have to be on it all the time. We have to have perfection and we have to constantly be moving. And when we're not, there's something wrong with us that we are not the best mom. We're not the best wife. We're not the best worker, whatever it is, the context that you are living life in. It just seems like there's this expectation for constantly doing things and having a smile on your face. So today we're going to talk about how that's a bunch of baloney and how we need to have those opportunities just to be real, to vent and have a bad day. So, Amy, you were just talking to a friend about this. So tell us a little bit about this idea. Yeah, my sweet friend. I absolutely adore her. She's very real with me, which I love. She's super spunky. And so she just sent me a text and she was like, P.S., this day can bite me. Nice. <laughs> I was like, oh, like we're her. having a good day, are we? <laughs> so I told her, you know what? I kind of had one of those days today, too. So I canceled all of my meetings. I went home and I took a nap. Because sometimes we just have days like that where we just need to say, you know what, I'm going to stop and I'm going to start over. I'm going to go back to bed. Mm -hmm. We're going to try this yes. again. Because some days are just like that. We just have bad days. And I think as women, we need to give ourselves permission to have a bad day. Because there's so much pressure on us to have to be that best mom, to be that best wife. If you're in business and you're a business woman, there is so much pressure on you mm, sure. to have to, one, you have to attain all these different things because you're a woman. Mm. But two, if you're owning your own business, there is never a time where you just get to stop. It just goes and goes and goes and goes. And so there is this pressure to always be on it. And it's hard to just have a moment of realness and just say, you know what? This day can bite me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I nice. love that. <laughs> I just love that so much. I'm like, yeah, let's start over. <laughs> I do. I like that idea of just recognizing that we need to practice self-care and how few times we actually do that. As women, I think that we're constantly projecting onto everyone else. We're taking care of our husbands. We're taking care of our kids. We're taking care of our job, whatever it is we're constantly giving and giving that we don't allow those opportunities to kind of pour back into ourselves to refresh our own spirits to to really build back up that energy because i think what oftentimes happens for especially women is that we do go through cycles we have hormonal cycles that happen this is realistic <laughs> it's science it's proven and there's nothing wrong with that i know that we joke about well i'm pmsing or i'm on my period and how that that's almost a crutch to just not be kind to other people that's not what we're talking about we're talking about practicing self-care and on those days that are just rough and you can't get out of bed and you are just drained to allow yourself to have those moments and just take that moment of self-care and and to allow yourself to be in that place where nothing else matters but yourself and not to shame other women who choose to do that for themselves mm -hmm. because I, I think sometimes we really have a tendency to look at each other and say oh you took the day off mm -hmm. gosh what's that like part of that is jealousy but part of that is kind of shaming too 
oh, you went and got your nails done today? Mm-hmm. Oh, you took a bath last night? <sighs> I had to make dinner and I had to take care of my five oh, kids, that's right. you know? That's right. Yeah. So I think it's important for us to say, wow, you did? Gosh, I really would like to be able to experience something like that tonight. I need a mm-hmm. bath night. I need to be able to go into my bathroom to close my door and to not have children knocking on the door every five seconds, right? <laughs> yes, How many true. times do you lock yourself in your room and you're like, just a minute, I'm, yes. I'm you're on the phone with me. Just a minute, I have a child who's yes. banging on the door. All the time. And my dog too. He knows how to, literally knows how to open <laughs> doors and he follows me okay, everywhere. Okay, that's a little creepy. Yes. Well, I love him. He's my favorite child. Yes. So it, it's okay for him. But the point remains, I, right now we have someone that just had a baby and she's going, this is number three for her, I believe. And she is promoting heavily on social media about the fourth trimester. Mm. And I remember it was never that way for me. I was a full-time working mom for every one of my babies. I was in grad school for the first two. And then the second two, I was full-time working and I never, I took the eight weeks off. That was it. And even then during the eight weeks, it's not like I was sitting on my bum and doing nothing. That's I was right. taking you care of the newborn. other kids as well. Right. And it's, I'm just, I'm so proud of her for just being so assured that this is the right thing she needs to be doing for her and her baby and her family and just taking care of herself. Because the reality is, I've heard the analogy where if you are on a plane and those air masks come down, those face masks come on, you have to put yours on first Mm. so that you can then help other people. And that's what it comes down to. And again, to differentiate, we're not talking about having a bad day and then projecting that anger onto the people around you and being mean to people. It's more about just making sure that you're taking care of you, allowing a break We need those. Mental health and physical breaks are so important because what ends up happening, unfortunately, is our bodies can't sustain that level of activity and stimulus, so our bodies start shutting down. And that's where we start getting into the depression, the adrenal fatigue, all of that stuff that is super important for just women to know in general about their bodies so that then they can remedy that and they can work on improving those things so that they can be the best that they need to be for their family members. So Paige, what do you do to have time for you? What are some things that you do for self-care? Well, the bath. I am super intentional about taking a bath. Now, that is not always by myself. However, my (laughs) kids are getting to the age where it is disgusting to see me naked. So I'm really looking forward to the day where they no longer come in. Because you are a counselor. (laughs) I am. (laughs) Yes, yes. So it's it's funny because my boys right now, like they still don't understand the the woman body but they know it's different and so you just catch them staring sometimes oh, no. <laughs> and i'm just like i don't have boys so i can't on? imagine that oh that's right? so, so we have funny conversations and honestly this is a totally different podcast about teaching our kids about periods and having babies but i'm super open with my kids about you know what our bodies are because our bodies are amazing Female bodies are awesome. And boys need to know this stuff because we're preparing them to be a future spouse. And we want them to be in awe of the creation that is the woman body. So, yeah, I'm full on engaged in the conversation. But they're finally getting to that point where it's it's no longer cool, <laughs> like, to be in the same room when mom is naked. And, in fact, my, my boys the other day, my husband came in and I was getting ready to take a bath. And my husband was like, oh, look, it's mommy's boobies. Are we allowed to say that online? Yeah. Yeah. And so, and finally, my youngest was like, 
getting embarrassed. So we're at that place. Oh, that's good. Daddy, don't say that. You can't say. And he won't even say the word now. And so my husband's like, oh, now it's funny. So he keeps saying it. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's going to go to school and he's going to say, my daddy was talking about my mommy's boobies. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can only imagine the conversation. Or he's going to draw pictures. Oh, that'd be fun too. Come in parent teacher conference. What are those? Tell us about about your parents. What's awesome is I used to work in that school system, so they kind of already know. I don't know if they would be too surprised. Let's yeah, be true. honest. That's true. But for me, yeah, it's definitely bath time, and and it's it becomes one of those things where I really just try to make the moment of it. So I make the atmosphere as quiet as possible in my house, filled with kids and animals and husband and so <laughs> forth. The sensory of the candle, there's something about scent that connects to our brains, to our memories even. So I like to have coastal scents for me that elicits the memories of the beach and family time and Mm -hmm. the warmth and all of that stuff. And so I just try to be intentional about the scent, um, the environment, and then just having a hot bath allows your body to relax as well. So that's, that's one of the main things I do. And also I'm a big reader. So after my kids go to bed, I'm just really intentional of just being in my room. Again, I like the lights dim and it's quiet. Sometimes I'll have classical music in the background and just read. And I do that actually early in the morning as well when I do my devotionals. I try to get up before my kids do, about an hour before my kids do. So I just have that quiet time. And and that is rejuvenating. It really is. It transforms our brains because it has to rest. Whereas our culture, our society is all about constantly moving and doing. And so when your brain has that moment of rest, sometimes it seems like all I get then is the list of things I have to do. But that just takes discipline where I, I write it down and I get it off my head, basically, and then I'm able to focus on other things. So I, I think that's some of the things that I do to just try to to release and relax and rest so that when I do have those bad days, I can go back to the energy that I saved and that I built up from those experiences. Yeah, because if you don't have those moments of rest, then you're right. You just get completely drained. So then the smallest of thing can come your way, and then it's like a massive explosion. It really is. Yeah. There are times where I get so stressed out, and it just it builds, and it builds, and it builds, and it builds. And then typically it's my sweet husband who kind of gets in the way. Oh, <laughs> I can imagine, yeah. <laughs> of that building (laughs) and he says something very small like hey did you make dinner tonight and then boom and it's oh right it's really (laughs) yeah it's not the greatest experience for sure especially for him but I think it's really important to have that rest time I know for me self-care is more active I don't Mm -hmm. sit very well so it's it's active in the sense of something like walking in nature, going for a run, doing some sort of art project, because I like to be creative, just to get that creative energy out. So I think for me, self-care is not so much sitting, Mm -hmm. but it's transforming my brain a little bit differently from the go, 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 go. Yes. Yeah. No, that's great. And I think to each person, you're figuring it out and you just got to explore what works for you may not work for other people and there's nothing wrong with that just figuring out your personality and the way you've been designed and and just going from there so that's some good stuff yeah give yourself some freedom to have that bad day 
to have those moments as a mom where you just want to pull your hair out, <laughs> to have those moments as a wife where you think, what was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> To have those moments, if you own your own business, if you are in the corporate world, if you're not in the corporate world, but you know, you're doing some sort of a side business or whatever, to have those moments where if it's a bad day, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Own it, move on. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a good point when you're talking about owning it. I think that's another thing we got to communicate. We got to communicate our limitations and communicate our needs. There are times when we do need to take mental health days. I think that's so important and it's not advocated for and it needs to be. So I know for, for me and my kids, I let my daughter this past year take a mental health day. I have never even considered that before. She is 13. She is in cheerleading gymnastics. She is a seventh grader and she is taking super hard classes. And then she volunteers at the church on the Sundays. I mean, this, this child She needs a mental health day. Yes, for sure. she's going every day of the week from competitions to academics to sports and then to just social activities. And so she got up one morning and she was just exhausted. I could see it in her face. And I was like, you are staying home. And to her, it was almost like my mom sees me. She sees that I'm struggling and that I'm attempting to push through this. But she also loves me enough to know that sometimes I just need to sleep. And I felt like it really brought us brought us closer. Oh, for sure. And I think we do need to practice that as well for ourselves. That's why we get sick days, or at least hopefully we get a lot of sick days with our <laughs> job. I know, unfortunately, we were talking earlier about how we're always putting kids first. When I think about my sick days, I don't think about myself. I think I need to save my sick days for when my kids are sick. It's not even like I take it on and like I need to, to mm, have yourself, those days yeah. to personally apply. And so again, it's a, it's a paradigm shift. We have to start taking care of ourselves so that we can take care of other people. And then when those bad days happen, and then the things that are a consequence of the bad day, like you're not always nice and kind to people <laughs> like your kids or to your husband, I think that's a great opportunity to just model asking for forgiveness and apologizing. We are going to be tempted to say things in those moments of weakness and just tough seasons. And we got to recognize that those leave lasting scars unless they're addressed. So learning to say, I'm sorry, and then practicing asking for forgiveness. And what a great model that could be even for our kids. So don't allow the bad days to then transform other relationships. Use it as an opportunity to pour into yourself so that the other relationships don't suffer. Guys, thanks so much for joining us. We have so much fun having these conversations. So we're interested in what you want to hear from us. What conversations are you having with your girlfriends at home with your kids and your husband? We'd love to hear more from you. Definitely hit us up on Facebook. This is Girl Talk Real Talk. You'll hear from us next time.